0: episode 28 of the energy edge podcast
1: this is really preak of life is organized and if you're
0: interested in finding energy in your life then the energy edge podcast is for you and i highly recommend it
1: but i have a lot of clients who tend to be very perfectionistic And because they're so perfectionist, they never give themselves a break and they put more demands on them. And perfectionism will ruin your adrenals faster than any other mindset I've seen.
0: Welcome to the Energy Edge Podcast, where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your Energy Edge is a must. The Energy Edge Podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast sponsored by 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com. Three five-minute videos that help you become more productive, feel more energized, and do your best work. Go to 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today and download your free video series. Well, I'm Brian Paul Buckley, and I love the even-numbered episodes because, well, it means one thing, interview time. And this week, I have a certified nutritionist and vitality coach, Camille Gallinger, with me today, and we'll be discussing how unmanaged emotions sabotage your energy. I'm going to ask her some of the following questions. What is nutrition in isolation? Which emotions and mindsets have caused the most setbacks in a client's health, vitality, and energy? What is your definition of vitality? And why is it important to set boundaries for protecting physical energy and emotional energy? And so much more it's go time. Camille Gallinger is a certified nutritionist, vitality coach, and self-care advocate. Through personal nutrition consultations, professional speaking, coaching, and blogging, Camille and her team at Vitality Enterprises passionately help re-energize clients who have lost momentum for self-care due to poor nutrition, toxicity, stress, and exhaustion. With an understanding and down-to-earth approach, Camille uses her professional skills and personal experiences to counsel and coach the tired and the toxic. Love that line. She encourages clients to go beyond nutrition and isolation and identify healthier mindsets and life-giving relationships that support and maintain the journey to wellness and vitality. Well, Camille, welcome to the Energy Edge podcast. I am really excited to talk to you today. We have a lot of similar friends. We've had interactions in the past, a highly high respect for what you do, and excited about the information you're going to share with us today. So first of all, where in the world are you located, and how are you doing?
1: Thank you so much for having me, Brian. I am located in Seattle, Washington, actually 20 miles south of Seattle, and I'm doing great. And I'm so excited to be on your show.
0: Well, and I'm I'm a big fan of Seattle and uh, SeaTac Airport is a common stop for me, which means we got to do lunch at some point. So perfect. So with this perfect. interview, I mean, obviously you're aware of the the Energy Edge podcast. Is that correct?
1: Oh, I absolutely am. I'm actually a listener of the Energy Edge podcast. And I started listening when you had that awesome summit, which I purchased and love. Oh, I appreciate that. And, you know, and I, I help a lot of clients regain their energy, especially if they're burned out. And you know, it's funny, but one of the techniques that I use to help people gain their energy back is encouraging them to laugh more often. And in your podcast, you tend to be funny. <laughs> you give these humorous one-liners that actually make me laugh out loud. So I'm telling my clients to listen to you so they can laugh. It that's helps them awesome. relax. So that's something I really appreciate about your podcast.
0: So I'm the uh, I'm the humor side of the podcast, and Treva is actually the informational, educational <laughs> part of the program. So that's awesome. All- <laughs> That's you awesome.
1: got it. And I appreciate her too. Her knowledge is wonderful. Well, but she's going to appreciate that.
0: Deeper. Well, thank you for talking <laughs> about that and mentioning that. Of course, I set you up with that, that you're a listener. That's obviously an added bonus on that, Camille. So speaking of that, how do you help clients on a daily basis? Besides, obviously, encouraging them to laugh and with energy. Unpack that for us just a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So I do one-on-one nutritional counseling, but I also do coaching, vitality coaching, depending on what you need. Now, most of the clients who come to me happen to be healthcare practitioners, but I do have people who are uh, business people or uh, at-home professionals, and they're usually extremely exhausted. I mean, beyond tired, but actually exhausted and close to burnout. And as a result, they've got issues with their gastrointestinal system. Their adrenals are exhausted. They have headaches and food sensitivities and so on, all because they don't have the energy to heal or the energy to uh, enhance their immune system. So I show them how to use the foods, supplements, lifestyle modifications, and even mindsets to regain that energy.
0: And that's a great summary, especially for that specific pocket of people. I mean, obviously, many people know, especially those in the podcast I was recently hospitalized for gallbladder surgery and mm-hmm. seeing them work for these 12-hour shifts and just having a conversation with just how tired they are. I can only imagine the information that you unpack. But with that, though, I mean, you have your own story. and We have a very similar story, Camille, in the fact yeah. that we both had the gift of exhausting our adrenals, which um, is a thing. And not yes, a thing of accomplishment. Is. So, can you tell us a little bit about your own adrenal crash and how that has helped you, obviously, to be able to um, to serve your clientele base in a completely different way than just kind of handing them some food and supplements and, and wishing the best for them.
1: Yes, it, it was difficult, but it was also a gift because you know the way I became involved in nutrition in the first place was because I, I was asthmatic lots of food sensitivities. And I was in the hospital my first years of life so much, I thought it was normal for everyone to be in the hospital that much. And I finally literally did get sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was used to going to ER back and forth, but I just couldn't take not having energy. So I really did start studying everything from herbs, nutrition, and I prayed. And I said, if I would learn, if you help me learn how to do this, I will teach other people. And I did. I recovered from asthma. I didn't have to use an inhaler anymore. Whereas before I couldn't play any sports. I now play tennis three times a week. So everything was great. It was wonderful. And and out, out of college, I just started seeing clients and helping them do this as well. So everything was great. But one thing I didn't have in mind was how to deal with my own emotions and relationships and setting up boundaries in life. And because I overdid it and I overdid it with some of the wrong relationships, you know, in client relationships, it was actually stressing my adrenals because I was holding on to internal stress and I literally did crash. I mean, (sighs) One of my unmanaged emotions and, and a lot of healthcare practitioners can relate to this is I was an oversympathizer. You know, I listened to one of your podcasts and you said that you're the type who likes to at least used to like to jump into every opportunity, yeah. do this, do that. Well, me, I like to just help people. I just grab an opportunity to help. I didn't even pray for guidance or anything. I was just ready to go and
0: help. Almost that and rescuer told, mentality, right? It
1: was. It is. You're exactly right. It was the rescuer mentality. And I happened to help a person who's had somewhat of a toxic personality. And I just kind of internalized the stress I pulled from that client relationship. And it all came to a head when I was in my home one day. I was watching Walking upstairs in the bedroom, and I totally collapsed. My lower back could not hold me up. The muscles collapsed, and I fell down once. I picked myself up. I fell down again, and I had to call my husband. He uh, is a former paramedic. He's uh, an, an eye doctor, so he knew what was going on. He said, "You're really stressed. It's gone to your lower back, which is your weakest link, and we, we've just got to get you calmed down." And then all the emotions came out and I knew what it was like to crash and I just couldn't believe the things I had taken as a healthcare practitioner. And from that, I learned how to conduct myself and manage my emotions better, how to set up boundaries, how to discern relationships as I worked much more wiser and professionally. And that is how I help a lot of people. Now, I don't do just nutrition in isolation, but I look at how the people are thinking and who they surround themselves with and they relate.
0: That's amazing, too. Thank you, first of all, for being vulnerable and sharing your story on that aspect and You know, we crash in different ways sometimes, and sometimes we're in the middle of it, especially if we are driven people or caring people. And uh, sometimes we just literally have to be stopped in our tracks and to work on the business, not just in the business. So, But you you, you have this phrase that you've used, and I've picked up on it, um, nutrition in isolation. Unpack that a little bit more. Okay. Well, that...
1: Brace for me came about when I would help people develop food plans, nutrition supplement protocols, uh even the timing of their supplements and 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 when they ate and the people would be would do really well with it, but then all of a sudden it seemed like they experienced such a setback, so it was like the best late nutrition plans would just stop working after a while. And the people would either be back in the same situation or worse. And I said, now, what's going on here? And I really began to look at their lifestyle. And I began to see that a lot of the people were dealing with unresolved mental conflicts or emotional conflicts, rather. Uh, They they, they had unhealthy mindsets. Uh, They weren't sleeping at night for different reasons. And it was unraveling the nutrition solutions we were doing and ethically And inside of me, I just couldn't continue to tell them, okay, you need to take more of this liver gallbladder supplement. You need to take more L-glutamine and this multivitamin and then eat more Brussels sprouts and broccoli and then call it a day. I saw what was happening. So I had to address with their invitation that unhealthy mindset and make a literal mindset shift. And I had to encourage them again to set up boundaries in their life. And I would share my own issues so they would know. I myself had to make mindset shifts so that I could hold on to my energy. And then as they began to see that they were holding on to their energy, they were losing weight a lot easier and they weren't getting sick as often because they weren't bringing themselves down emotionally. So I I, I can't in good conscience just Talk about the nutrition, doing the nutrition in isolation. I have to look at the whole person, and you'll see that often talked about in functional medicine. Now they they either call it holistic medicine or functional nutrition, functional medicine. They look at the whole
0: person. Very popular term now. Mm-hmm. And you know, especially with this profession, and you know, with caring, taking care of people. At least that's the oh well, the hopeful goal, right? Um, in in healthcare you know, having those type of boundaries has got to be a very difficult thing. So how do you help individuals to set boundaries? I mean, how important is it? And where, where would somebody even begin if they're going, you know what, I'm listening to you and, well, that sounds like me and that's something I need to do.
1: Okay. Well, I, again, I start with myself. I will give you an example of one of my boundaries and I was actually able to help two different osteopathic doctors with this same boundary. They started doing it as well. I work with clients both virtually and in office in America and in in a couple of countries. I am available Monday through Friday, but there was a time I was answering client emails Saturday and a little bit on Sunday and 6.30, 7.30, 8.30 at night. And all of a sudden, thanks to one of my uh, girls, they're all grown children now, I said, you know, we really would like to have you on Saturday. And I said, you know, that's right. Wow. So I, I cut everything off on Saturdays and Sundays. I am not online. I do not answer the phone. I don't send email answers. Those are my boundaries. And every now and then a client will try to uh send me an email on a Saturday or one person who would know me personally would send me a text and that's the wrong thing to do. I will not answer a call or a text or anything on Saturday or Sunday because that's my time of replenishment and it's my time to be with my family and so on.
0: Good for you, Camille. It it reminds (laughs) me me of the movie, What About Bob? Have you ever seen the movie, What About Bob? I don't
1: think so, I've heard of it. The
0: main character's name is Bob Wiley and he works his way into the, into the lives of different doctors in one specific one, which actually ended up being Richard Dreyfus, And so he would just oh. weasel his way into getting a chance to be able to call the doctor, do what he needs to do, and his one of his lines was, I need, I need. And he would call the doctor. He was on vacation at a payphone. He would show up to the place with their – and, yeah, I mean, that's, that is some serious things, all joking aside, but, I mean, having boundaries – well, especially in the corporate world – You know, we do return the emails at seven or eight o'clock at night and we teach people, Hey, I'm available whenever a Saturday morning or whatever with that. And that is a very, very difficult thing. So what is one or two things you would recommend if we are a boundary struggler and Mm -hmm, need mm -hmm. to start doing that now that we realize, Hey, this is really important, especially on, on sabotaging our energy with these unmanaged emotions and really starting to set some boundaries.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, one, I I definitely believe in open and honest communication with whoever you're working with. And you do need to tell that person, you know, I'm working with you, whether it's in business or or a health coaching relationship, to improve your energy, but I don't want to sacrifice my own health to help you. So I need you to understand that for me to give you my best work and best self, I'm going to have to establish this boundary and not, say, answer a phone call. Now, just like for you, I noticed that you seem to be on your iPad or your iPhone at two in the morning. I can tell by the time you send. So then I'll start talking to them about what the blue light does to the pineal gland and the melatonin yep, and all that. And I'll challenge them to let's make some slow steps. First start buying your amber glasses so you can at least block off the blue light. And then I'll start telling them to put the phone away because we need restorative sleep. And then I'll have them put it 12 feet away to help guard against EMFs. I just show them how I'm going to benefit. So that's something that's popular, you know, them playing around with that phone or, or the iPad late at night, or let's say if they, oh, let's say if they're dealing with a, a person who drains their energy, we call them energy vampires or energy suckers or something like that. That's another big one. And I'm going to tell them to refer them to someone else because this is your intensive care heal time right now. And you just don't have the energy to keep helping. That person to the extent that you were helping them with. So they've got to talk to a a counselor, psychologist, a a true pastor or something like that. But, But they can't pull from you right now until you have restored your energy. And sometimes I have to tell them that two or three times and then they'll get it and they'll just kind of have that time to heal themselves.
0: We'll be back shortly for the remainder of the interview with Camille Gallinger after the short break. This is your podcast co-host, Trivia Asino. I would love to have a personal conversation with each and every one of you.
1: Why? Almost everyone I talk to is struggling with common yet incredibly frustrating issues such as losing weight, loss of energy, lots of digestive issues, and many, many more. I help business professionals like yourselves get to the core of why you're feeling so badly and get you back to feeling fantastic. If you head over to my website, livingtree.co, share your information under Contact Me, and we can set up a time to chat for free. I am passionate about giving you the tools you need to become independently healthy and regain the energetic you. Just ask Brian, my co-host. He was one of my biggest challenges. Now look at him, or should I say listen to him? I can't even keep up. So let's get
0: your living on. Most of us are just plain tired. Our pace far outruns our energy, yet we just keep going. We quickly move from busy to beat down to burnout. And sometimes we pull this off by hand the same day, and it's Monday. What we need is a reminder that there's another way, a kickstart to get us thinking and to get us going in the right direction. 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com offers three five-minute videos on topics of sleep, nutrition, and fitness movements. Where a problem is discussed and two energy kickstart challenges are offered. Why? Well, because we all need a kickstart from time to time. The best part about it is the only thing it will cost you is a few minutes of your time because the video series is absolutely free. So check out 5minuteenergykickstart.com today. So, from your observation, what, which emotions and, and mindsets, a word you used earlier, cause setbacks in different clients that you see, whether it's from their health or obviously energy, you know, a word that we both use, or even vitality. I really like that word. And by the way, I want you to answer defining out vitality next. But uh, what, what are some of those emotions and mindsets for setbacks?
1: Okay. Uh, one of the biggest emotions is fear, whether they're fearing the economy, a job loss, Uh, getting ill themselves. But I have a lot of clients who tend to be very perfectionistic and because they're so perfectionistic, they never give themselves a break and they put more demands on them and perfectionism will ruin your adrenals faster than any other mindset I've seen. So I will go and explore as they allow me to, to see what it is they're really afraid of. And I will encourage them to make a mindset shift from perfectionism To excellence, because if you focus on excellence, you can at least give yourself a chance to make progress towards that one instead of demanding perfection of yourself, which isn't going to happen. And then another one actually is guilt. I see this amongst the doctors and believe it or not, I see it amongst very highly successful people. Uh, I had a person tell me, well, I had to answer the phone call while I was on my Hawaii vacation because my client needs me and I'm having such a good time in Hawaii and I feel so badly. I had to I did have her stop that or one guy who said, I've just been blessed with such success. I feel like I just have to say yes to every seminar that I'm asked to do by the community and I can't slow down. As a result, his gastrointestinal system was killing him. And I had him learn to say no. Well, first I had him go off with his wife to a vacation and have a great time for the whole weekend. And then tell my wife him,
0: that. We need to do that. Just so I'll know.
1: tell her. <laughs> and I said, you know, you've got, it's okay to say no. You've got to be able to say no because your gut needs it. And, and, and guilt is not allowed. That's wisdom, not guilt. But they, they were. And I said, it's not a noble thing for you to keep taking your work home and for you to keep making. Making their life your life that really answered their question so they were able to let go of the guilt depression is another one and in this I see a lot of victimhood the people are victims when they're under a lot of depression this isn't always but I'm just telling you what I have seen sure. And if you were to go to my website, thinkvitality.com, and on the uh, testimonials page, there's a client who wrote a testimonial about how she was able to get pregnant because not only did I help her with her nutrition, but I helped her with her mindsets and emotions. She tended to be the victim quite a bit, and she would take her emotions to the extreme, thinking that nothing would ever work out. As a result, she had no energy to get pregnant. And so two IVFs, or in vitro fertilization processes failed but uh, I helped her to start to let go of the depression really enhance gratitude about different things really start having hope moving away from the victim mentality and just and using nutrition at the same time and just as she was about to go for her third IVF treatment they told her no because you're pregnant.
0: Oh, uh, minor yet important detail. And that's a, that's a great, great story of really not having the energy due to, due to all the emotions that are around this. And, I, and I, I love that. And you even mentioned as far as with the guilt. So let's talk about, just for a moment on that about okay. guilt-free self-care. And it's a phrase yeah. that you use. And I really like that because if somebody's struggling with their health and, and these imbalanced emotions, obviously, in order for them to take that next step, you feel that they really need to start doing some guilt-free self-care, unpack that.
1: I do, because I have appreciated, ever since I had that crash, I have appreciated the need to prioritize my own self-care and not always be there for everyone else and always be there for my clients. I mean especially with women and it's not just women it's men too but with women it's almost as if we grow up to be nurturers and so we feel so great about ourselves because we're helping everyone else. And but then what if they need us again and again and again and we feel like well you're sicker than I am and I really need to help you. I'm always there. And all of a sudden I'm feeling Feeling guilty about saying no to that person just so I can take a break. That, no, again, it's not a noble thing. You, we do need to let that guilt go and embrace wisdom and take care of ourselves, because we don't want to deplete ourselves because we were a- unable to uh, manage our own emotions. And that's what I see happening. You, you see that happening with business leaders, you see them it happening with a lot of doctors and nutritionists or so on, because they're just giving so much physical energy and emotional energy to help someone, and it's costing them everything. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And it, and it really, I mean, there is, you use the word wisdom, and I think there's so much wisdom in that, and it kind of goes back to the energy cycle of rest, you know, mm-hmm. stop for now. You are no good to somebody else if you're not taking care of yourself, and you're getting to the point where you are just shut down, like in your case or my case, and then you are of no good to anybody for a long period of time, uh, which is not healthy. And use this word a lot, too, that I love vitality. Can you define what vitality is for us?
1: Yes, yes, yes. You know, for me, vitality is energy plus momentum plus joy. Now, Say that, say that it, again. Okay. Vitality is energy plus momentum plus joy. It all starts with energy, of course, because again, you need energy not just to feel good, but you need energy to fuel your own immune system. You need energy for your digestive system and so on. But because we do what we do in our lives, you know, you've got your business. I've got my business. I've got a household to run. People have children to raise. We want to feel good about doing that. And we don't want to drag ourselves through life doing everything out of obligation, but we want to feel increasing energy. We want to have some momentum. Him while we're doing it, and we also want to have joy. Now, yes, we want happiness, but I specifically use the word joy on purpose because sometimes happiness depends just on circumstances. But to have a deep joy, to actually enjoy what you're doing, that helps your cellular energy. That can heal you sometimes faster than vitamin A, B, C, or D. I mean, it's amazing. So to have that joy, like doing this podcast, honestly, after I'm done with this podcast, I'll be on a temporary high because I do have joy in speaking and talking and enlightening people or helping to lighten the burden. I love that. So, I mean, it would be different if I said, Oh no, I've got to do another podcast. I don't like this. And then I'm depleting my energy. So I I will want to find out what brings you great joy. And as a matter of fact, that's one of my coaching questions, because I do tend to ask people, tell me something that truly, truly delights you, that gives you joy. And you'll be amazed at how many people say, I don't know. I really don't know. I can't think of it. And I will just sit there until they can think of it. And when they think of it, they're so happy, but then they feel a little badly because they said, "I wasn't able to answer that, that that right away." So that you know that means I really have not given myself enough time to enjoy myself. And it it starts to change their entire mindset. They start to pay attention to themselves.
0: And that's boy, that's rich because rarely do we ask a challenging question like that that stops us in our tracks. And that would be one. If you ask somebody, what do you enjoy or what brings joy to your life? Either we respond quickly and shallow, all my family or whatever, which may be true. But as far as really, really getting to the depth of that question, I can understand why that would truly, truly affect people. Um, What do you recommend for people to start to increase vitality into their life, Camille?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, of course, I am going to look at their nutrition and I'm going to Slowly but progressively replace some of their offending foods with healthier foods for their bodies. I will take them through uh, a detox if necessary, if necessary, a gentle but effective detox. I will put them on the right types of supplements. But because I want these supplements and the foods to work, I will emphasize that everything like like your uh, co-host Treva always says, it's what you absorb. It's not necessarily what you eat, but what you absorb. And I know that since the digestive system is the sense is the system in the body that uses more energy than any other system, if I don't address your lifestyle circumstances, you're going to go into fight or flight, and your body's going to turn down your digestive system just to keep fueling your stress response. So I tell them, you know, we're going to have some to do some things in your lifestyle to make sure you're not perpetually in that fight or flight mode, so your digestive system can keep working and you can assimilate these vitamins and minerals in this food. So I'll find out what are some of their wonderful habits, and I'll make sure they're doing those habits. Uh, I will make sure they're watching something or listening to something funny that's going to make them laugh. Make sure that they're doing something they enjoy, especially as far as movement is concerned. Uh, I personally rebound a lot, jump on that big trampoline, the rebounder, and if they they are open to doing that I'll have them get a rebounder or I'll have them go and do some type of sports Um, I will have them uh, get with a person, like I said, I call them a safe person that they really trust and start talking about some things that are on their heart that they just really have to get out, you know, instead of just holding everything in. That way I move them from fight or flight to rest and digest. So just it it depends on what's going on with the person. We get really personal and, and find out, well, what can we do to shift you into lifestyle modifications that'll take you out of perpetual fight or flight?
0: Just so much there, Camille. I really appreciate that. And I'm sure just in that response, there's a number of things that could hit us in different ways at different times. I'd really like the, instead of fight or flight, the rest and digest mm-hmm. and just how critical that is. But also to the digestion is just one element, element of it. And if there's so many other things going on in our world, especially in your way of saying, you know, unmanaged emotions that can sabotage our energy, we could be doing healthy things but we still have other issues going on in our life that we really need to look at holistically. So, and if you, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say, if I could say, um, I, I just had a client last week and um, she's one of my most disciplined clients. She eats really well. She it sticks to her supplement schedule and so on. But when she received her test results back, we noticed that her lymphocytes were low and we noticed that her um, The neutrophils were low. These are two sets of white blood cells. And so what we looked at was the stress, how she was responding to the stress in her life, because we know that when you're under a lot of stress, your cortisol rises. When your cortisol rises, your white blood cells tend to lower. You're not making them because your body's busy trying to filter all of that excess cortisol in the body for a long time so even though you were eating the healthy foods and taking the healthy supplements because your stress response was so extreme it was affecting your immune system so it was a wonderful thing to be able to talk about different ways to handle the stress so we could get her lymphocytes back up and her neutrophils back up
0: that's a great example camille excellent example any any closing thoughts comments that uh, you'd like to leave us with at the end of this uh, interview
1: well, uh, again, I definitely want to say I appreciate you and your podcast. I appreciate uh, the the knowledge that you and Triva give out. But I also appreciate that you understand wisdom and you understand lifestyle. Uh, I think you being you and being funny is Thank a you. really healthy thing. <laughs> so I, I like that. And I want to encourage people, you know, to just not be afraid to put themselves first so they can be better for their business, for their family, and for the people that they help. It's okay to put your own self-care first. It's okay to take care of you.
0: Need a reminder even for those of us who have learned how to rest, but uh, still need to do it better. So I really appreciate that, Camille. How can we find out more about you and your work, um, your writing, anything that you're doing right now?
1: Well, oh, thanks. You can go to my website at www.thinkvitality.com. And that's think as in think with the brain, T H I N K, vitality.com. And there you'll see uh, my blogs and a newsletter. And if you sign up for those, you'll get a guide, a free self care guide. So it just gives you suggestions on how to start your own self care. And then uh, there's a personal health appraisal, it's a questionnaire that'll tell you a lot about yourself. So if you're interested, Interested in having a nutritional consultation with me, I could do that via Skype or FaceTime or in person. Or if you're interested in vitality coaching and you want to change the way you do things to help yourself feel better, energy, momentum, and joy, we can do that as well.
0: Well, Camille, I just personally I absolutely enjoy interaction with you, emails, phone conversations, this interview, you 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 exude vitality, and I love that. You know, it's not just uh, talk. It is just obviously who you are. And I'm just so grateful for our time together and uh, look forward to further conversations, but really encourage uh, anybody to check out thinkvitality.com, all that in the show notes as well. So Camille, thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you for the opportunity. It was really great talking to you. I can't wait for your next summit, by the way. Excellent. Thanks, Camille. (laughs) Okay, bye-bye.
0: Thank you to making it to this point in the podcast. We have such a desire for you to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage. And if Treva or myself can serve you in any way, please reach out to us. You can find us at Treva at livingtree.co, T-R-E-V-A at livingtree.co, C O. and Brian, B-R-Y-A-N at brianpaulbuckley.com. As always, we'll try and do better next time. Go today and get your energy edge on.